What is up, sports fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. I say it every week. I'm going to continue to say it. I am not as I'm Jeff Hartman, one of the hosts here of Pez's Picks. The guy that you see next to me for watching live on YouTube or that you hear, uh, the other voice is Pez himself. Pez, what's going on? Well, coming off a hot week, Jeff. We're feeling good. Eagles are uh, interviewing candidates to, to fix up our coordinator situation. And looks like the sky is going to remain blue and the world's going to going to remain the same. Can you tell um, me, I saw this on Twitter, that Roseman and Sirianni were over 30 minutes late to their own press conference that they were having because they just fired their court. What's up with that, man? Like, uh, where's the consideration well, for the media? I mean, you know, who who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Sirianni's job was being discussed. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, a lot of emotion this year out of that team, that room. Some of the names I'm hearing, I'm not too excited about, but we'll see. We're keeping the hope alive. I mean, I know where they're bringing Ron Rivera in. I guess they're they're looking to help the Cowboys and the Redskins. I don't know. Uh, but I, I got faith. I got faith in Howie. Howie's a genius GM, and you know, Jeff Lurie is the best owner in the league, in my opinion. Uh, they, they bring in talented guys, and they make big moves. So yeah. I, I don't expect them to bring in anybody but, but a great you know coordinator and player. From what we've read, I think Jalen had a lot to do with with Johnson being his offensive coordinator. Uh, rumors are out this week that he lost faith in him, didn't want him fired, but he was calling his own plays in the huddle, which it looked like, right? I mean, it looked like they didn't know what they were doing half the time out there. So, I got I got faith in him. Okay. Come this time next year, we're going to be back, you know, looking at Super Bowl talk with them. But you know, we got we got four good teams here left, Jeff, and, and then this we weekend, do. you know, we've been humming too, Jeff, since uh, college. Football bowl season started. I, I can't remember the last losing week we've had. We've been humming. We might be going on two months here. We're, we're rolling, man. Yeah. So when I take a look in the NFL, I mean, last week, obviously, we went three and one. Week prior, two and two. Two and one the week before that. Two and one the week before that. Perfect five and oh the week before that. Yeah. You've got to go back a ways until, ah, there it is. So it's the week that the Steelers played the Patriots on Thursday night football. We went a dis- disastrous one and three that week. Is that November, maybe? We, we, we're rolling, Jeff. We're rolling. Yeah. We're staying hot. Yeah, 2024, absolutely. We're going to roll through 2024. Oof, uh, I can't wait. Can't wait to keep this thing going. And quick programming note for all the listeners out there or viewers of Peds' Picks. Just know... This show's not going away when football ends. We're going to continue the the gambling talk. This is not just a, a football gambling podcast. We might talk about basketball, the upcoming baseball season. We'll definitely be talking about golf tournaments. All that stuff will still be on Pez's Picks. But this show, let's talk about the NFL playoffs, the divisional round, a great weekend of games. And you brought the data. You brought the data last week. You had your guy. I can't remember his name. Action man. The action, the action man, yes. That's he provided sick. all the data and almost pulled off a perfect 4-0. and I mentioned this earlier, 3-1 and one on the week. Let's start off with the first game on Saturday. The Ravens, minus 9 versus the Texans. Had a sweating a little bit at halftime, tied up 10-10. The second half, Lamar and the boys, they loosen up. They knock off the rust. They win big. They cover that spread, and you get the win. Pez, what were your thoughts? Well, I mean, it all worked out like we thought it would, Jeff. Uh C.J. Stroud, love the kid. I'm looking for big things from him next year. Uh, I think they're going to – well, if they're smart, they're going to get him some weapons. They're going to bring in some receivers and, you know, maybe a more significant running back. But they, you know, they they didn't have the juice to beat the Ravens. Um, yeah. The total the total worked out for us as well. Yeah. Those numbers held true. And, you know – Barely, like, barely, barely. 
You know, the number w's was 43. You win by a half a point or you win yeah. by 50. You know, W's a W in the Vegas gambling world. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't have too much stress about that, Jeff. It looked like Baltimore, you know, that first half, you know, they shook the rust off a little bit. And CJ was good. I mean, CJ's a good player. Houston's a tough team, but they just didn't have the juice to put up a full 60 minutes. And, you know, the Ravens, uh, apparently Lamar at halftime gave his most emotional and biggest leadership talk. He got into the guys and said that, we you know, we're winning this thing. And, and I, I like hearing that. I like hearing yeah. that coming out of that guy. Uh, he's turned into the player that they always wanted him to be. Harbaugh's lucky to have him. I don't think Harbaugh have a job without that Lamar, Lamar Jackson. I mean, awesome guy, happy for him, and played great. I don't know how anyone's going to stop him. Guy's fantastic player, run, pass, and I don't know. Seems to be growing into the big leader we thought he would be. So when I was watching the games, and because obviously I always keep tabs, I have my notebook, and as the games are playing out, probably like halftime or so, I'll go over and I'll check the notebook. Want to double check the numbers? How's Pez looking this week? And so I see the minus nine and a half time thinking that ah, that's that's not boating well. A lot of the games prior to that, uh, going back to the wild card, were close contests. And then the total of 43, also a 10-10, you're thinking this isn't good. They finish out 34 to 10, which barely gets us the over. It definitely covers the nine points. Texans have a great season. I think there's a bright future there, but just the Ravens, like you said, are the better football team. And we'll be talking about them in the AFC championship game pick here shortly, sure but thing. then... Let's go over to the other AFC game. Okay, and this was a big game. This was the game that everyone was talking about. Woo. Bills hosting the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, the first time Josh Allen, I think, had Patrick Mahomes in Buffalo and also Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game, not a neutral site game. Chiefs find a way to win this game when the Bills were spotting them two and a half. Pez, you had to like the pick. Loved it, Jeff. And, you know, uh, the numbers posed well. and uh, It came out and played well in that one, too. Uh, Kansas City seemed to make Buffalo do what Kansas City wanted them to do. Andy Reid's always been a big bend, don't break defensive guy. They gave up a ton of yards running, which I, I don't know if bodes too well. They did not sack Josh Allen once, and I don't know if that bodes well going into this week, but but they, they did not let Josh Allen light that field up throwing the ball. I think he was held about 185 yards passing. Uh, he did have some big runs and ran a couple in. But Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey we talked about. Kelsey, the week before, had an off game. Guy dropped a couple wide-open balls. He was on fire. Uh, a guy that I look for that, that is not out there for Kansas City, and I, I think if they had him in that game, and I think going forward and what we're going to talk about in that championship, the, the McKinnon player that they had last year, kind of a receiver slot, kind of Desmond Howard kind of guy that would work out of the backfield last year, has been injured, he, he's out. And they, they just don't seem to have a little pop coming out of that backfield and out of that side. Pacheco ran like like a man. Vineland, South Jersey farm boy. Uh, he looked like he was running into hitting guys like he was doing against Miami. And yeah, I'm I'm happy for Andy. I'm happy for Mahomes and those guys. Fun team. Taylor was there. Yep. Uh, and and the Kelsey brothers. I mean, our boy Kelsey. You know, our Philadelphia Eagle, our center. He took that game over. This guy was drinking out of bowling balls. He was carrying kids and beat Taylor. Had his shirt off. Uh, and I I love him. Uh, you know, I don't know if I hope he comes back or if he rides off in the sunset, a healthy guy, but good win, good win for Kansas. But remember, that's that's a long flight. You know, you got to fly Kansas City, cold, cold game. They're back home, and, and you know, we'll, we'll be talking about some numbers and some data going into this week with them. 
weather for Baltimore this weekend is actually supposed to be a little bit warmer. It's going to be in the mid forties, maybe a, a slight chance of rain, but still it's not going to be a, a washout or something like a torrential downpour. So for the, you think about the the chiefs who played in sub freezing weather against Miami at home at Arrowhead, and then they had to go to Buffalo and they're playing in cold again. It's going to feel like a heat wave. So that's going to be sure. interesting to keep that in the back of your mind, but let's go over the last game in the divisional round, which did not pan out for us. The only loss, of the week, the 49ers, they win 27-24, not enough to cover the nine-and-a-half-point spread. Pez, you had to be disappointed with this one. Well, you know, my, my one of my other partners, uh, we, we, we'll call him the Yogi, uh, another guy that me and the action man have been running with our whole lives. Uh, he, he said it best, sometimes a losing bet is still a good bet. Now, I'm not saying I agree with that, Jeff, but, but it kind of makes sense. San Fran should have blown that game out. San Fran did what we thought they were going to do. Uh, but I, I, I picked up some indicators watching that game. It, it seems Shanahan, and this has been a curse for Shanahan and his dad a little bit too, they get gunshy in the playoffs. They get conservative. Mm-hmm. The playbook tightens up. He did not seem to trust Purdy throwing that ball down the field. And and the glaring thing that we, we noticed, Debo, when Debo's out of that game, that offense shuts down. A couple other things that we've been picking up on. I, I don't know if it was the midseason trade or, or, or what happened. That defense does not look as, as good as that defense did at the beginning of the year. Uh, Love had his way a little bit. He does throw two picks, and that's probably the decider of the game. But they, they should have covered that. Uh, they didn't look like a confident team. They didn't look like no. a steamrolling team. Baltimore did. Kansas City did. Detroit did. But they, they did not look like a confident team. And and that's something we're going to look at coming talking about this week's place. I feel bad I didn't take my Detroit boys. They played great. What a game! I mean that 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 was awesome. You know that that yeah. those guys deserve to be in this in this championship round for sure. You know we have a great San Francisco 49ers feed on the Fans First Sports Network, and I was listening to part of a podcast that Rob put out, and he talked about when was the last time the 49ers actually looked really good. He said it was probably when they played the Eagles. That was probably the last time. Yep. And for whatever reason, they just something doesn't seem to be clicking. I agree with you about Debo Samuel with him being banged up. That shoulder injury. Everyone wants to kind of say, oh, he'll still be able to play. Yeah, until he takes a shot. And then what's going to happen? That's yep. the question. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. And, and I agree with the, Shia, the Shanahan getting super conservative. And when sure. you're going up against a Dan Campbell who's not going to be conservative, you New. have to wonder who does that bode well for. But let's, let's well, think think about uh, that Baltimore game when they went, you know, and it's a basketball kind of thing. Uh, they dunked on San Fran. You know, when a guy dunks on you, you know, think of Dikembe Mutombo shaking that <laughs> finger. You're not going up against that guy again. Or when he blocks you or, you know, you, you're going to ole, you're going to get out of the way. They got dunked on. They got blocked. They got, they got, you know, I don't think I've seen a team get punched in the face as hard that was rolling. I don't think they've been the same since. And, and Baltimore dismantled that team. They exposed Purdy. I think he had three picks in the first half, if I, yep. if I remember right. And that kid has not looked the same. And, you know, what, tough to get back on the front of your feet when you're on your heels in a fight. And, and this fight's going to get tougher and tougher going forward. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's shift focus now and talk about the upcoming uh, conference championship games. The first game is the AFC game, which is going to be at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Mentioned the weather. Pez, let me ask you this, because I said this on uh, the NFL Whip Round podcast on our NFL feed with Coach Kevin Smith. I said, you know, M&T Bank Stadium doesn't get credit for being a tough place to play. 
but it's a difficult place to play when it comes to venue outside of the weather. Do you factor that into your bet at all? Absolutely, Jeff. I mean, you, you know, if this game was in Kansas city, I think we're going with the other team. I mean, we're going with Baltimore. We're going with the home team. I lived in DC for a while. That whole area is damp. It's a swampland. It, yeah. it, the air is heavy. It's a weird place to play. I've spent time in Kansas City as well. Dry air, nice place, easy to breathe. You're in prairie. You're in God's country. If Baltimore isn't uh, one of the most polluted places in the United States, I don't know what is. They got <laughs> factories spewing out every color gas and every color smoke you can think of, Jeff. This is true. You got traffic issues. Uh, Baltimore, I like the town a lot. I've had a lot of fun there. Fells Point, you know, it, it's a good time. But it, it feels weird. And, uh, you know. I was listening to the uh, to the McAfee show. He was talking a little bit about locker rooms. I was hoping he said Baltimore's locker room was terrible, like Buffalo's or some of the older stadiums. He said it was okay. But I, I, I checked the weather. I don't know how much rain there yet, but it's going to be gusty winds. And, you know, blowing off that Atlantic Ocean, you know, they're going to get 10 to 20-mile-an-hour gusts. That could be tough, especially with Kansas City. I, I think they're going to be limited in what they can do. I do not think Pacheco is going to have his way like like he did last week. And I think it's going to come down to Mahomes. We got, we got, we got a lot of data going in, good and bad for this play, Jeff. We got, we got Baltimore number two against spread team this year right now. Uh, the finish right now twelve and six. The data really shows they're the number one team against the spread. So that makes a lot of sense to me. KC not too far behind. You've got Baltimore covering 67 percent of the time. KC about sixty one. Ravens' number one defense uh, and holding the teams to points, giving up 16 a game. KC, number two defense, giving up only 17 a game. So pretty even team so far. We, need, we look at the data and we, we look at covering. Uh, having said that, I got to get Baltimore a little bit of the edge early on here. Both defenses are solid. But, but the big piece of data that's fueling the, the weakness that, that we see in Kansas City, that's given Pez's picks the, the confidence to take Baltimore, Kansas City giving up 113 rushing yards a game, 17th in the league in, in rushing defense to the number one rushing offense. Ravens are averaging 156 on the ground a game. You got Lamar. You got a solid run game. Coming off of that game in, ball, in Buffalo, they got to be a little tired. Their, their rush defense looked terrible last week. I mean, you give up 182 rushing yards to Buffalo. Average run game. I mean, you take Allen out of that. Uh, you know, guy ran for 72, two touchdowns. Kansas City did not record a sack. Both are bad omens going up against the number one Russian team and Lamar Jackson at home. I mean, that that to me is glaring. And I, I think the Ravens are, are going to be able to do what they want. And I think Kansas City is going to have to work a miracle, which we've seen it happen. You know, and then, you know, Lamar's won four straight games by 14 or more points. Baltimore, the first team in the NFC history to lead the league in scoring defense, takeaways, and sacks. All great things for us, okay? And, and I love Baltimore. Some positive stats about Mahomes. You know, and sometimes we look at trends and we look at data. You're looking for when they're going to end. Everything ends, Jeff, right? Everything goes. Flowers are great. Roses are beautiful. But everything dies at some point. Mahomes hasn't turned over or been sacked in three straight playoff games. That's the first time quarterbacks done that in NFL history. Uh, I, I, I think at some point that's got to end. I mean, can he go up against Buffalo and then go home, come back against Baltimore, and not be sacked and not put up a turnover? Just don't see it happening, Jeff. 
They're an average rushing team, 19th in the league. They rush about 100 yards a game. Pacheco was solid last week. I do not think teams run the ball well against the Baltimore Ravens. I do not think that Kansas City's offense is going to be able to do what they want. I think Baltimore as well. And I, I think I think Baltimore is going to show that they are the team to beat in the Super Bowl this week. I honestly do. So you are taking the Ravens. The current spread is three and a half. Three and a half. It's going up a little bit. It, yeah, I was going to say, I saw it go up all the way up to almost five and five and a half in some books. Those are not the most popular books. We'll put it that way, but still. Sure. Well, do you think this is going to be a close game? You know, and we I was talking about with some of my partners here. I, I looked at a lot of the totals, Jeff. You know, and this is a caveat with this week, and it always is. When you get to the final four teams, you don't have a bad team in this lot. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we have a blowout in both of these games. And if you look at it, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. All four of these teams could blow out one another, right? If mm -hmm. Kansas City blows out Baltimore, no one's going to be shocked. If Baltimore blows out Kansas City, nobody's going to be shocked. So I think the total is a tougher bet than the game. I think what we're going to see is a close game early. I think we're going to see Baltimore start pulling away. I think it's going to be tough for Kansas City to move that ball and put points on the board. I think it's going to be a lot easier for Baltimore to do that. Baltimore, best kicker in the history of the league as well. That's going to be significant. I mean, you're going to have to put points up consistently. And I, I think they're going to tick the clock and, and they're going to run that ball. And, I, I, you know, Lamar has shown no signs of letting up this year. I can't remember the last time the guy had a bad game. I mean, he, he is on a mission. They paid him last week. He, he talked about it. he lit the team up at halftime. The guy's turned into the leader that we want him to be. I love it. And I, I think we're going to see Baltimore walking into the Super Bowl for the first time since uh, I guess Ray Lewis was around, right? And that was that uh, Joe Flacco quarterback in that team about, yeah. what, 20 years ago? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I like ago. it. Was it 15 maybe? I don't know. Who knows, Jeff? Uh, it's, yeah, All these games know. seem the same. Ever since COVID, it seems about 5 to 10 to 15 years ago, right? <laughs> so I well, love Baltimore. Okay. I I can't get over the fact, though, that the Chiefs have been there, done that so many times, that this is just another game for them. They're going to be able to come in and play loose. I, I got to think that the Ravens in the first half, like it's going to, I feel like it could be, a very reminiscent of last week where it's a little bit slow going. They got to warm up to the task. But the problem is, is that you're not playing a rookie quarterback. You're playing one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game, if not the greatest quarterback in the game and Patrick Mahomes. I think if the chiefs have a chance, stand a chance, they've got to strike early. That that's just my own personal opinion. You got to get on the Ravens early. You need to make Lamar throw the ball a lot to get back into the game. That's the recipe for success, but that's easier said than done. Sure. Sure is. And, you know, and, and that Kansas City offense, they're, they're a step slower than they were last year. They're down players from last year. Uh, reports are Mark Andrews is finally going to come back. I really hope he does. That offense opens up completely for Lamar over the uh, middle of the field. Uh, I, I think all trends are pointing for Lamar and the Ravens to win this game easily. I really okay. do. I would not be shocked by 10 or more. And, and right. that's what we're going for. Okay, very good. Let's go to the nightcap, which is the NFC championship game, the conference championship game between the Detroit Lions heading on the road to the San Francisco 49ers. The game isn't even in San Francisco. I think it's in Santa Clara. It's not actually in San Francisco anymore. But nonetheless, the San Francisco 49ers are spotting the Lions seven points. And you are saying take the underdog here and take the Lions punching their ticket to the first Super Bowl ever. I think destiny just has it going this way, Jeff. What a great story. Uh, you know, everybody loves Dan Campbell. 
I mean, uh, that, that team's playing hot. They've got great things happening on both sides of the ball. And San Francisco seemed to be leaking oil for a long time now. Uh, Detroit's trending the other direction. I was talking about with you know some of my old guys. Very rare in these divisional championships do you have both home favorites winning. It just doesn't seem to happen. I don't know why. Um, tough to take both home teams, and and I I can't imagine giving seven points to Detroit Lions after what they've done, especially with Debo Samuel. We could see this line move a lot if it turns out that Debo's not playing. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this line goes down to five. I, I could see a big drop happening. Uh, if it comes out that he's 100% healthy, you might even see it move up to 7.5. So this is a game to watch that injury report. I think Debo Samuel is a key. He did not look good last week. They're calling it a shoulder injury. They checked him for a concussion. I think there's a lot of things going on in that in that situation. And, you know, Detroit hits. He is not going to get pushed out of bounds. He is going to be getting up off the ground. I've had shoulder injuries. Once you take one good shot, that thing seems to, to be numb, and that, that thing seems to be chasing you the whole game. Uh, Niners, 18-1 and one when Purdy, McCaffrey, and Debo play the entire game. They are 2-4 and four when they don't. Wow. That's a significant stat. They lost three straight this year when Debo was injured. They narrowly escaped getting out of there last, last week with him in a limited role. Um, I, I think that's a good trend for the Lions. Now, we're going to get through some of these bad trends for the Lions, Jeff, because I know people out there are going to be reading them. Lions haven't won a road playoff game since 1957. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 11 straight road playoff longest, longest in NFL history. Here's another trend. 13 straight road game losses at San Francisco. That's the longest active streak in the NFL. So 13, lucky number for us. They got 13 out of the way. I, I think that. Dan Campbell's talking about this this week. Don't be afraid of these things. We're a different Lions team. We're the best that we've ever had. And it's our time to, to, to break through this wall and break through these trends. I think Detroit's a more confident team going into this game. I think the play calling last week showed that. They, they tightened up that playbook a lot. Purdy does not look like the freewheeling guy did at the beginning of the year. And, and I, think, I think the Lions are here to play. Good news for the, for the Lions. First time in NFL history, we have a playoff matchup between the first pick in the draft being a quarterback and a last pick in the draft being a quarterback. Advantage Lions, right? I'm going to take a number one pick overall against a last pick overall. Lions, impressive 6-3 and three record on the road. Another advantage Lions. Weather shouldn't be a factor. It's going to be 70 degrees, maybe 65. Should be perfect. I mean, San Francisco, that air, I mean, there's no humidity. It's going to be great. Um Baltimore blew them out. D-line has not been as good since Chase Young trade. Purdy has been gun-shy. They just don't seem to have that spark that they did. I don't think they recovered from that. I, I don't know what happened with that trade, Jeff. It looked like when they got Chase Young, that defense was gonna never going to look back. They haven't looked as good. They haven't had as much pressure on quarterbacks. Green Bay moved the ball on them at their will. Uh, you know, Going into that fourth quarter, I think Green Bay was up seven. Well, wasn't it? Or maybe uh, up 10 points. So shocking to me that, you know, San Fran kind of limped through that game with the way they did, or maybe not. Maybe they just kind of ran out of gas and maybe the league has figured it out a little bit like the Eagles. Detroit, currently the number one team data-wise in the league against the spread, 13-6 and six against the spread this year, 68% covers this year, Jeff. That's why we've been riding them a lot. And, you know, beyond a lot of people's belief, San Francisco – 
average at best against the spread this year. They're only nine and nine. So a team 500 against the number one team against the spread. I'll take that all day. When we really look at the data, you know, and it's something that you have to do. Very even teams. Uh, both teams, top five passing games in the, uh, for the offense. Both teams uh, rushing top five. Points-wise, you've got 27 for Detroit putting up a game. You've got 20, 28 putting up for San Fran a game. And then we get into defensive stats. Very tight. Uh, number two rush defense in the league, giving up 88 a game for the Lions. Number three rush defense in the league, giving up 89 or San Francisco. Uh, I think it's going to be a very even game. And I think at the end of the day, we're going to go with coaching and we're going to go with quarterback play. And uh, I'm going to go with Goff, experience, number one pick guy. He's won big games against a shaky guy that was drafted last. It's always got that hanging over his head, right? That guy knows that's what everybody says. He tries to play like he, he wasn't the last guy picked. Thinks about that Baltimore game. Uh, Detroit, 42 sacks on the season. I mean, San Fran had 48, I believe, too. So I think we're going to have a lot of pressure. And I think the better coach and the better quarterback are going to walk away the winner. Plus, we're getting seven. Taking seven points, I'll take a free touchdown and start that game with the Detroit Lions. I love this play all day. So to recap the championship uh, bets, we have the Ravens minus three and a half. He says take Baltimore. Detroit minus getting seven on the road against San Francisco. You say take the Lions. My question is, is Legs going to have some parlays for us this weekend? Oh, Legs parlay. He wanted me to remind everybody, Jeff. Legs has a nice parlay. Three yards for Amon's uh, St. Brown. Three yards, he would have hit that parlay. I I tell you what, last week must have been a good parlay week. I had people screenshotting me plays. You know, and I I hate to to push these these parlays, Jeff. Like we talked about, I think we talked about off-air last week. Casinos average about a 5% win margin on regular bets. For every 100, they win about five. For every hundred bet on parlays, they li- they win at least twenty dollars. So, they they don't care about these parlays. They push them. They hope everybody's playing them. I, I think you got to tread lightly with the parlays. I think you got to, you know, put them in as a fun situation. I wouldn't be putting in fifty hundred dollar parlays. You want to throw a two to five dollar parlay, and that's that's a nice action. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, straight bets. You can rely on data. You can rely on on experience, and, and you know that that's what we're going to keep pushing here. But legs will have some action for us. I bet. And now, he, yeah, he, we'll, he, you can check it out on fansforsports.com. And when I get that, when I get legs as parlay, I'll, I'll write it up and we'll have it on the website. He's working on it as we speak, and you know the guy the guy needs a big W. Um, <laughs> you know he don't, he don't he, he needs to push through to the summer. The guys, a you know a legendary beach guard in, in our area. They're they're collecting unemployment right now, Jeff. They're not getting paychecks. These guys. So we we got to get them back working. <laughs> Uh, very good. Any final thoughts on championship weekend coming? Or do we have a bonus bet this week? I didn't even ask. Forgot to ask. We did. We, we got one, Jeff. You know, and this is like a parlay parlay bonus. Uh, I, I'm not going to say put a lot. Anytime we put a golf play out there. Oh, here we go. This is a feel, Jeff. It's it's not something that I'm going to say put a hundred hours on. The farmers. We got the farmers. We got Tory Pines. Uh, you know, if my man Tiger was playing, Jeff, of course I have to take him. That guy could play that course blindfolded, but. Phil Mickelson, too, who's not allowed to play anymore, you know, unfortunately. Uh, when you play Torrey Pines, I've been to that course. It's gorgeous. you got to put the ball in the fairway. you got to be a shot maker, though. You know, for people that aren't into golf out there, shot makers, they, they can they can hit their driver 330. They can lay it off. They can, they can hit a burner. They can hit that driver head high, 220. Uh, not many guys out there like that anymore. Tiger was one of them. Phil, of course, is one of them. 
Sahith Thagala, great shot maker player, great young kid, solid putter. Uh, you got to win at Torrey Pines to be talked about being, you know, some sort of finesse, great guy here on this West Coast swing. I'm going with Sahith Thagala. I, I actually I don't have his odds in front of me right now, Jeff, but I, I'm sure they're decent. Uh, I, I love him. Hard-working guy, family guy, loves the game. He's not just a bomber. You got to be able to have a short game. There's a big rough out there, a lot of elevated greens. You got to be able to got to be able to come up with magic. That's my guy this week, Sahith Thagala. See, you always just go with the straight up winner, which is like blindfolded darts. I, I, to me, for me, I, I like the plays where it's like, hey, can finish it, two guys finishing in the top 20, sure. or you can even do head to head. I'm going to have you on my golf podcast as the Masters Love gets it. closer. We're going to be doing some really fun stuff Love there it. and talking about gambling and all that. So we'll talk about that. But in the meantime, Pez, enjoy the games this weekend. Love it, we'll Jeff. be back next week and hopefully we get two winners. Let's do it, Jeff. And, you know, let's go, Lions. I feel like the whole country's pulling for them. Let, let's yeah. do it. All right. Hey, this has been Pez's Pitch. Check us out every single Thursday morning, and we'll talk next week. See you, Pez. See you, Jeff.